Okay, so we are on uh, Nun Aleph Ahmed Bey's 51b, two lines from the bottom. And we want to know how could they decide to add a lady's balcony to the Beis HaMikdosh if everything had to be pre-approved by Hashem from a prophet. You can't just do construction in the Beis HaMikdosh on your own. Omar Rav Kra Rav explained they found a Pusik that showed that it was a necessity. What's the Pusik? The Pusik is talking about in the future there'll be a funeral. There'll be a funeral in the future, and it's describing the funeral as having men and women sitting separately. And can't you uh, see my lusted lavush in the future they will be busy with the funeral and the sadness of the funeral speeches and the eulogy. There's not much yetzahara at a funeral. It's a sad time people are reminded of the day of death. And still the Torah says that men and women should be separate. Akshav, now, they are busy with the Simchas Beza Shueva and they're happy. The Yetzahara Sholet Behen. And there's the Yetzahara Al Achas Kama Certainly, they would, should be separated. So the Morris said, Hi, Hespin, Mayavidite. Who exactly were they eulogizing? Pligibe, and who will they be eulogizing in the future uh, in Messianic times? So Pligibe, Reducer Rabban Achadam, Mashiach, Ben Yosef, Shinerak. One of them says on Mashiach ben Yosef, there's two Mashiachs, Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef will be killed, and so they'll say a husband. There's another view that when Mashiach comes, the Yetzirah will be destroyed. If you want to say a eulogy on Mashiach ben Yosef, that he was a very important person. He was like a person cries over when they lose their only child. That's the like the uh, hesped of Mashiach ben uh, Yosef. El But if it's the fact that the Yetzirah will be killed, high hesped boy Are you telling me that it's a sad and needs a eulogy? Simcha boy They should rejoice that the Yetzirah is killed. On my buckle, why would they cry? So the Gemara's answer is Kedor Shrivihuda. He explains, Lasi Lavo, maybe In the future, Hashem will bring the Yetzirah and kill it, and shecht it in front of the Sadiqim and in front of the Vishoyim. Sadiqim nid lehem kahar, gavoa. To the Sadiqim, it'll be like a big mountain, Vishoyim nid lehem kahutsara, it'll be like a little thread. Halalu bochan valo, each one will cry, Sadiqim bochim, and they will say, Hey, yocha litvash har gavoa, because how were we able to overcome such a difficult foe like a mountain? They'll be shown uh, the tremendous reward they have for fighting the Yetzirah. For Rishoyim Bochen, and they'll say, Hey, Chlo Yochanel, how come we couldn't conquer this Yetzirah? It's like a thread. So they'll both be crying. And Hashem will also wonder, It's a wonder to you, it's a wonder to me. The Marsha explains that the Tzadikim will be crying because uh, the Tzadikim get great reward uh, for their mitzvahs because they have a Yetzirah. <laughs> that tries to prevent them. Every time a person does a good deed, he's rewarded because there is something inside him that's trying to stop him. The Yetzirah exists 
that tries to prevent people from doing a good deed. So therefore, they get a special reward for defeating the Yetzirah. Once the Yetzirah will be gone in Messianic times, there won't be that opportunity for growth. Now the Gemara is going to discuss, since we got onto this story of the death of the Yetzirah, the Gemara is going to discuss uh, how the Yetzirah works. So it says initially the Yetzirah is like a, a small thread. But then in the end, it's like a spider thread. And then at the end, it's like a rope for cows, very thick. Basically, it starts out thin, but then it multiplies because people do it multiple times or it doesn't seem like a big deal and then a person's entrapped in it. Hashem, we're going to see Mashiach ben David. Hashem will tell the Mashiach, ask me for what you want. Bet, I'll give it to you. The Pasuk says that uh, Mashiach will be able to ask Hashem for something. Once he will see that the other Mashiach, the Mashiach ben Yosef, was killed, the most important thing is life. That's all I need. You, Mashiach ben David, don't have to ask because your father, David HaMelech, Davin for your Chaim. David HaMelech did a pre-exemptive tefillah that his descendant, Mashiach ben David, uh, who would be the leader of the wars during the Messianic times, would survive. There's seven different names of the Yetzahara. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ra, Hashem calls it evil. The Yetzahara a person has, that's called Ra. Moshe Kora Oro, most will call it uncircumcised. David called it Tam he said that I, I got a Tahar Lev, but sometimes there's such a thing as a Tame Lev, which is a Yetzahara. Each one of these represents a different quality of the Yetzahara. Um, for example, an oral means like it covers up, it hides things from people. Shlomo Karusone, he called it an enemy. If your enemy is hungry, starving, feed him food. Rashi explains that if your enemy's uh, making noises, meaning the Yetzirah, so then bring Torah. Bring Torah is the way to fight the Yetzirah. And Hashem will help you make peace with him. So don't learn it'll mean he'll complete you. Uh, he'll help you make the Yetzirah your ally, so to speak. Uh, Yeshaya called the Yetzirah a stumbling block. The people trip on. Shinemer salu salu panu derech harimu mikshu miderek ami. Yechesko called it a stone. Remove the stone heart from my flesh and give me lev basara, a heart of flesh. He, stone is like a heart as a rock. Yol Karsifoni. He called the Yetzahara um, the hidden one. So the Yetzahara hides. The hidden one that, that appears uh, should Hashem should remove from you. Then Rabban and our rabbis taught, third wide line down. That's the Yetzirah that hides, it hides in a person's heart and comes out at the worst time. And he'll be sent to a land where it can't cause trouble. 
And it says that this Yetzirah, um it was the cause of the destruction of the first base of Migdush. Um, what happened? One second. Um, and the first base of was destroyed because of what the Yetzirah did. And the scholars were killed. And then it, it tried to destroy the second base. The base of Migdash is a place that brings Kedusha to the world. And the Yetzirah, which stands for evil, fights against that. destroyed the second base of Migdash. And killed the Tamid the Yetzirah doesn't fight the nations of the world, it starts up with us. And he specifically starts off with Torah scholars. The Mora brings this story. Abaye heard somebody say to a woman, let's wake up early, the and go on the way, and he understood that they were going to do immoral behavior. So Abaye figured, I will go, and I will follow them, and if anything improper happens, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I will be there, and when they see me, they won't, they'll be afraid to do something forbidden. So he went after them for three parses in the swamp, because he, he was hiding behind them. And uh, they reached a point where they, on their own, decided to go separate ways. And Abaye heard them saying, What a shame that uh, they both have a long distance to go. But they really enjoyed the company, and if they had more time, they would have done something immoral. Abaye admitted, he said that he has a Yetzirah, that had he been alone with that woman, he doesn't know that he could have uh, withstood the test. Because the Yetzirah is very strong. He went and he stood by a doorway umitzer. He was in pain. He was so bothered that he felt the, how strong his Yetzirah was. Asu Saba, an elder went by. Many people say the elders He said the fact that a person has a Yetzirah is a good sign in a certain way. The greater a person is, Yitzhak, he has a great Yetzirah. Hashem wants you to get reward and uh, grow from defeating the Yetzirah. A person's Yetzahara uh, um, gets new strength and tries new tactics every day. As we turn the page, rock, rock, We're on the Nun base, Amid base, at the top line. The Yetzahara wants to kill you or wants you to go in a direction where you will fall towards death like a rush. If Hashem wouldn't help you to defeat the Yetor, you couldn't do it on your own. Hashem will protect you if you call out to Him. What do you do if the Yetor runs into you? So, drag him into the study hall. If he's coming like a stone, so the Torah that you learn will help destroy him. Even if he's metal, it'll break it up. How do you know that the water of Torah can break up the stone? 
that water can be broken up with its, the stones can be broken up with the water of Torah. In Barzo, if it's metal, misposis, it'll shatter because the words of Torah are like fire. And fire can heat up the metal of, um, uh, and destroy metal. The Yetzirah convinces a person to do things in this world and convinces him this is what he should do. And guess what? In the world to come, when he's getting ready for punishment, that same Yetzirah will testify against him. In the end, he'll be a Manun. And the word Manun in the symbolism called stands for testimony. And it means that the same Yetzirah that convinces him, it says it's a great idea to do stuff, is going to be the one to testify against him. Rav Huna, Rami, here's a question. On one Pasuk about the Yetzirah says, it's like a wind of znunim, like a wind of immoral behavior. But another one says that it's more than a wind, it's in your midst. So the answer is, initially, it's like a wind, it's like something that comes from the outside. But after it comes from the outside, uh, then it's like in the middle. Uh, at first, it misleads them from something on the outside, but in the end, what the Yetzirah becomes part of the household. When David Amelech uh, was given a parable to explain his sin with Basheva, so in, the, in that parable where it talks about the Yetzirah, first it's called, the Yetzirah is something that passes by, and then it's called a guest, and then it's called a person, meaning the Yetzirah at first is something that passes by, but he makes himself at home. And then the next week, the Yetzirah has a way of getting into a person. A person has a certain limb. Marivo, if he starves it, Sava, it'll be satisfied. Masbio, if he tries to satisfy it, Rav, it gets hungry. So, uh, Tosus explains, Rashi, uh, I think, brings it too, that David Amelech asked to, be te- asked to uh, become great like the Avos. And Hashem said, you can't because you've never been tested. So David Amelech said, test me. And they say that that was the mistake because you shouldn't ask for tests. But David Amelech then, Davin do Hashem, tell me in what area he'll be tested. And he was told that he'll be tested with I- improper relations. So David Amelech had a strategy that he would satisfy, he would even have relations during the day to satisfy himself, to make sure he wouldn't have any desire for improper relations. But the way it works is the opposite. With that particular Yetzahara, the more a person does, the more he has a desire for. The Yetzahara um, continues. There are four things that Hashem regrets. Now, obviously, Hashem can't regret because he knows everything. It means that there are four things that have a very uh, mixed results, very bitter ending. So what are they? He, he regrets that he created them. Golis, the Kastim, the Babylonians, Yishma'elim, the Arabs, Rashi says, My people were taken for no reason. Kastim, the Babylonians, Kastim, the Kastim, the Kastim, Below Hayo. It was it wasn't worthy people. Yishmaelim, the Arabs, Yeshiva only Shtonim Bituchas Lamargis Ella Shehava uh um Alokai Biyadov Yetzahara to see Vashehariosi that Hashem regretted that he gave us such a strong Yetzahara. Omrev Yochanaya Molly Shoshmikasalal, if it wouldn't be for these three three psukim, the Jewish people would be in bad standing. We have three 
things that help us from the fact that we've sinned. The Smotabar Glam Show Yisra, our feet would swell. One, because it says Hashiriosi, that we're not intrinsically bad, but we have a Yetzahara. And so the Yetzahara made us do it. Um, and that's what it means. That caused to do Eva Hashem Kov. And there's another Pasi Nechakom of that we are like clay also, that, that Hashem created humans in a way that it's easy for us to sin. I'll remove the flesh of stone and give you a flesh, a heart of flesh. That um, we have this Yetzirah inside of us and Hashem can help us overcome it. So if we wouldn't have that Yetzirah, we would have really no hope, uh, excuses at all. Omar, Repapa Omar, Af Mehai Nami, is another passive. Esruki Ete, I'll give you Hashem, you can ask Hashem to put his spirit in you and help you fight against uh, the Yetzirah. Okay. Then there's another passive. Hashem showed four great craftsmen. Who are those four great craftsmen? They are Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef, Eliyahu, Koin Sedek. Those are the people in the future who will lead us out of the Gullus. At the end of that Pasuk, it says that uh, they caused us to go into Gullus. What do you mean that they're going to restore us to our land? So Omar, he said, Shuffle the safe the crowd. Look at the end of that Pasuk. No, he will bring us back into the land. And so uh, if you follow that whole Pasuk, you'll see that those leaders are the ones that will bring us back. So the one who asked the question said, I, I see that I don't know yet how to learn Agadita. I shouldn't ask those questions. Another passage that talks about at that future time we'll have seven shepherds and eight great leaders. Who are the seven shepherds? David in the middle. Adam on the right. Avram, Yaakov, Moshe, I guess it means those seven shepherds uh, throughout history. One second. Um, um, that they'll be set up in the future. Who are the eight? There'll be a completion of the great leaders that we had throughout history. Now we finally get back to the Simchas Beis Shueva, and we mentioned that there were four ladders where there were big lights that were set up. So Tani, we learned how high up were the lights. That was very high. And we said four young Pirchei Kahuna had in their hands of oil, 130 lug. So the question is, may have Eshemug, did each one have 130, or Dilma, or maybe 130 divided by four? Tashema, Kadem, Kadeshem, Shloshem, each one had 30, which was together, not 120, altogether. Shem Kula, may have Eshemug. So the 120 lug were divided amongst those four young Kohanim boys who lit the lights. Vehein, Mishubin, Yosemi, Banusho, Martis, Baspesis. Now, it was very uh, heavy. For these young men to climb up a ladder holding that amount of oil. There was another great young Kohen who was praised for being very strong, the son of Martis Batbetis. And they said on that person, He could carry the two sides of a big bull. Now, lest you think it's a small bull, it's a bull that cost a thousand Zeus. And he really could have carried the whole thing up to the ramp. And he could have um, walked uh, and been very careful because he was able to um, uh, 
to do so. Uh, even though it was a heavy load, he was very strong. So what, uh, he, he was praised for being, the, the, in the end, they didn't let him carry it all alone because we have many people carry it. The more people involved in the service, the better, typically. So my Meshubachim, in what way were these young men praised if the, the, the son of Martis Hephaestus was carrying even a heavier load? Uh, the ox weighed actually more. So then what way were they praised? There was a ramp, and uh, it was basically, um, it was flat. And so um, the, when they carried up the ramp, and it was a slope, it wasn't so hard for, to walk up that ramp with the weight, if you could carry weight. But over here, below Zuck, if it wasn't over here, these were ladders, and they had to go straight up. It's much more difficult to carry weight that way. So you see that these young men had to be very strong. And then we, okay, we will stop here. Be well.